listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Okay, everyone, welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast. I'm so excited that I'm going live today with the queen of movement. She's going to tell you everything about movement snacks. Her name is Andrea Lee Rogers, and she is a celebrity fitness coach, but also the owner of Extend Bar. You can find her workouts on the OpenFit app, which we'll dive into. But Andrea, I'm so glad to have you here today. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here with you. You're so sweet. So let's dive in because I was thinking about this. And while I have a podcast and a mission on helping people eat clean, right? I don't necessarily focus on the movement portion of it, which is so, so important. We really need to have both inside of our days to feel our ultimate best, right? So first of all, before we dive into the movement, what is a day of eating like for you? Because I know so many people ask you. Oh my God. I I have it on my uh, go-to DM request answer, right? Like (laughs) link with all the answers because as I get that question so often, what do you eat in a day? I typically have the same response, which is, and you know, I've talked about this, you know, my my approach to nutrition is always following the, it's really a, a, I call it like a get real approach, right? So getting real about what you are putting into your body, right? You know all about that. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so making sure that you're eating clean. Number two, making sure that you're, for me, it's simple and repetitive meals because I am big on knowing what I'm good at and knowing what is going to fuel me and not being afraid to repeat. I have a menu, right? My little go-to recipes and everything. And it's on a nice, lovely repeat. And everything's very simple. My ingredients, my ingredient list, meaning it's very short. And then I also have the Next tier, which is like getting clean in the kitchen, meaning cleaning out your refrigerator, making sure your approach to the way you organize your life, the way you organize your refrigerator, it's pretty, pretty parallel. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, getting honest with your effort. So I focus on an 80-20 approach, which we all know about, right? 80-20, 80% of the time I focus on eating really good, clean, healthy, nutritious food. And the other 20% of the time I indulge without guilt. Live life a little. Live life a little. And and I always say I indulge and I always add the without guilt because I think too often we come into this place of, oh my God, I didn't have this perfect yeah. day of eating. And it's not healthy from a mindset perspective. So what I like to do is zoom out a little bit, look at your day. 80% of it was a pretty good, great. Give yourself a big pat on the back. The other 20% of the time, great. You enjoyed life, right? Yeah. Give yourself a pat on the back for yeah, that too. I love that. And then also focusing on the 80-20 rule in terms of when you sit down to eat meaning I eat until I'm 80% full. I like that. I don't eat to the point where I have to like unbutton my pants and go, oh my God, I ate so much. I'm like, am I 80% full? Great. Let's stop here. Mm-hmm. You become, I would say, an intuitive eater, right? You're listening to your body. I tell people this all the time. Like, hey, look, if you're hungry for breakfast, eat it. But if you wake up and you're not hungry, like wait until you're actually hungry. There's no like specific schedule for when you should or should not eat. I think everybody you know, has a different clock when it comes to their eating habits and all the things. So listening to your body. If you eat something and it makes you feel super bloated and disgusted and tired, like ding, ding, 
ding, ding. That's an alert system, right? That's your body saying, hey, look, I don't really like this food. So really being that intuitive eater. And so, Andrea, I know that you deal with a lot of clients in the movement space and you're working out all the time. I'm sure this is a frequent question, right? It is. You know, it really is. And I love what you said. And, you know, we have a philosophy when it comes to our workouts, which is called mind over body movement, meaning you really use the power of your mindset to empower your body through every move to get the most out of every single rep. Mm -hmm. And I have the same philosophy when it comes to nutrition. It's mind over mouthful, right? It's like making sure that you're using your mind to understand how you can get the most nutrient dense food out of every single bite. So just as I approach a rep, I approach a bite, right? Like making sure that I'm filling my plate with the good food so that every time I lift my arm for a bicep girl, <laughs> I'm getting the most out of it because I'm using my mind over yes. body movement. And every time I lift my hand to my mouth to eat something, I'm getting the most out of it because I am I know that I'm putting something in my body that is exactly what you said, Jen, is going to mm -hmm. make me feel good. And I use those ding, ding, dings to go, yep, that's my motivation to not put that in my mouth again, even if my taste buds are craving it. I'm like, nah, I know how I'm going to feel after I eat this. And the after effect doesn't feel so good. Yeah, that, that reminds me. I agree with you 100%. I know when you and I first met, we first met and we went to dinner and all of a sudden we were just talking and you're like 100%. And I said, hold on, wait, that's I totally in internally in, in our our workspace here in New Orleans. That's all we do is 100%. So that's it. That's 100%. I love it. So tell me this, because I'm sure everybody's dying to know how many times do you work out a week? I move my body every single day. But the quality of my movement is always full out, but the duration varies. Okay. So I will work out, you know, probably three to four days a week hard, meaning I do my 30 minutes and I know people are about only 30 minutes hard. Yes. Only 30 minutes, unless I go to the studio and it is just like that full out, leave it on the floor, push myself to the point of like right on that tier of muscle exhaustion, but staying in the muscle fatigue zone. And then the other portion of the time I'm focused on maybe 15 to 20 minutes, you know, of really focused movement. Again, maybe it's just a focus on the upper body or the core. And sometimes I sprinkle in on top of that. You know, if I get my 30 minutes in the morning and I sit down with my kids and they're watching a show at night, I sit down on the floor on the carpet and I'll do maybe a little glute work, a little bridging, a little core work. But that main show is always going to be about 30 minutes, which means it's doable. I don't dread it. I know that I'm getting that energy. Those endorphins are you know, go in and I feel strong and healthy without feeling like, oh my God, I have to go do like an hour or two hour workout that I'm just, you know, have to convince myself to do. Yes. Which most people think they have to do, right? So are you regimented in a sense you have to do your workout in the morning? Is there a specific time or is it really when you can make sense of it? You know what? Typically it lands in the morning for me because I like to get it almost like out of the way, right? I like to start my day with my movement and go, okay, got that box ticked. I feel good. And it's also a lovely foundation to the day. Yeah. I believe that movement is your foundation in, in everything, right? So if you move your body, you're going to be so much more inclined to have a healthy breakfast and to mm -hmm. eat well the rest of the day, to make good decisions. And if you tick that box in the very early morning, even when you're feeling unmotivated, you don't want to do it and you actually do it, that little accomplishment plays a big role in how you approach the rest of your day. You already feel like, yes, I did something hard and now I can continue to do some hard things and I can continue to progress. I can continue to get you know, things done 
And so I think it's a really great way to start your day. Having said that, if for some reason my day is packed with kids and morning work and things like that, then I'll squeeze it in wherever I need to squeeze it in. Yeah, you're totally set your day up for success. Like what you do in the morning determines your day. And so I, even with the food, I tell people, hey, if you wake up and you're eating like a croissant from Starbucks or say a donut, something, you know, super sugary, carb, starch, that's going to spike your blood sugar. That's all that's going to happen throughout your day is you're going to be hungry and tired and need more snacks. So if you are waking up and eating a breakfast, like you said, a mindful breakfast, right? Or I like to call quote unquote, a clean breakfast that works for your body that doesn't spike your blood sugar, then you're actually staying fuller longer. You're setting your day up for success. And that brings me to, I know that we recently talked about your movement snacks, which I absolutely love. Tell us exactly what is a movement snack? So a movement snack or an exercise snack is little bits of movement throughout your day, meaning you don't have to put it all together into that 30-minute, one-hour time slot in order to benefit. So I'm big on, okay, if you are someone that cannot find the motivation or you say you can't find the time, but we all can find the time. Let's just say that. everyone. <laughs> but if you don't want to put it into that 30-minute you know, bucket, you can sprinkle it in throughout your day. Now, I will do this on top of my 30-minute workout. And movement snack is just a small one to five minute increment of movement. So I like to sprinkle these in when I'm doing other tasks, such as cooking in the kitchen. If I'm waiting for the pasta to boil and I just need to be there to stir it every few yeah. few minutes, I will start to do heel lifts, right? Releves. If I'm, this is like my go-to every time I do the microwave, like whatever I'm microwaving, I do push-ups at the countertop. When I'm brushing my teeth, I do my plies. So I just sprinkle in throughout my day opportunities to sculpt and tone and feel good. And when you move your body throughout the day, not just in that one increment in the morning, you start to just shift your mindset. Again, you remind yourself of what you're doing and the health that you're bringing to your body and the health that you're putting into your system. And and it just gives you this feeling of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. It gives you a little burst of endorphins. And it makes you, again, go back to making those clean, healthy choices of what you're putting in your body because you're, you're moving. And so you just have a better, stronger awareness of your health. Totally. And being intentional with the times that we are, say, sitting around being sedentary, like standing at the microwave, right? Or right. waiting for your clothes to finish drying for a few minutes. Or maybe the moms out there, you're standing at the front door waiting for your kid to find their backpack and put their shoes on so you can get out the door and run the carpool. <laughs> you probably have a minute or two to sit there and do some squats or something like that. So I love that. Yeah, those little movements. I everywhere. I I would encourage people not to be shy. So if I'm at the airport waiting for my flight, you're going to see me doing heel rises. Like I'm just like always relevating at the airport. I just like what I do. If I'm in line at the grocery store and people are waiting, I will do the same thing. And I just don't care what people think. Like I'm going to move my body. If I'm just standing there doing nothing, I'm going to either give myself a posture check and think about my weight distribution on both feet. I'm going to think about my hip alignment. I'm going to think about my shoulders lighting down my back, my, you know, chest being proud length from my heels to the crown of the head, or you're going to see me moving my body. It's an opportunity to kind of tune in to what you're doing um, with your body. Yeah, I've definitely seen, if any of you don't follow Andrea on Instagram, you should, it's Andrea Lee Rogers. And I've seen some, I know, Instagram stories with you and your sweet little daughters doing some fun little workout moves while you guys are waiting at the airport. I'm like, you know, I've I've definitely been there before, especially when you're sitting there waiting. It's like, man, I'm going to sit in this chair and then I'm going to get on this flight and sit in this chair and I'm sitting all day, like got to move. 
drives me crazy. I'm like, I'm going to be on this yeah. plane for two or three hours sitting with my hips yeah. in flexion. So if anything, just stretch, right? Do some hip extension just to kind of release the tension in the hips and, and give yourself your glutes a little bit of TLC there. And you're going to feel so much better off the plane. Yes. And so much better. And it's about you and what you're doing for your body, meaning you're going to reap the benefits of you know, thinking about your posture and distributing your weight and lifting your heels and doing all those things. Whereas you're only going to be around those people for, you know, 10 minutes while you're waiting to get on. So does not matter. Now, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody's watching. Nobody's watching. Tell me this for someone that is feeling like they really want to work out, they want to motivate themselves to work out, they don't know where to start. What is your best advice for someone? Well, I think that's a twofold question. First of all, you just have to do the hard thing and start. So it starts with what everyone thinks it starts with motivation, meaning I have to wake up and feel really motivated to move my body. And I always say that, you know, that motivation cycle actually starts with doing the hard thing. I call it just press play mindset. And what that means is I don't want you to go into any long duration of thought. I don't want you to think about all the other things to, on your to-do list, the laundry that you need to fold, the, the workload that you have, your to-do, all of that. I want you just to stop all the excuses yeah. and just press play. And that means just press play on your at-home workout, just press play by going to the gym, just press play and going for a walk, even a walk. But don't come up with excuses. I want you to make that a non-negotiable on your list every single day. Just as you brush your hair, just as you brush your teeth, just as you drink your coffee, I, that needs to be a non-negotiable. So it starts with just pressing play. Once you do the hard thing, even if it's only five or 10 minutes, you're going to feel better, right? You already get a boost of endorphins. You feel good. And you're like, oh, I feel good. And once you feel good, that's going to motivate you to do it again. That is the motivation. That's the motivation cycle. So start by doing the hard thing. And if you're just starting, I would say eliminate the barrier to entry of an overwhelm because people feel so overwhelmed by the task of having to move their body every day. Yeah. And I would say, don't, don't let me overwhelming. Start with just walking. If you have not moved your body in a very long time, start by just getting up, setting a timer and walking for 15, 20 minutes a day, every single day. Then once you feel confident in your consistency with that, move on to, okay, I'm going to add 10 minutes of movement to my day every single day. And start with that. Maybe it's five minutes and be consistent with that. After a month of doing 10 minutes every single day, see if you can level it up, go to 15 or 20 minutes every single day. It doesn't have to be something that is strenuous. Yes. And this feeling of overwhelm. We're so overwhelmed right now in general yeah. with all the things we have to do, you know, what we have to eat, how we have to move our bodies, what we should be wearing, what kind of life we should be living. There's just so many ideas of what makes somebody happy or successful. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, you have to move your body to feel good and you have to move your body to actually give it the heart conditioning and health that you need, right? Just as you have to, you have to eat clean in order to actually fuel your body in the way it needs. Mm -hmm. So it is a non-negotiable. So just start with a five or 10 minute walk and then give yourself those increments to level up. And before you know it, you'll look back and go, oh my God, three months ago, I oh, yeah. sat on the couch. I would never be this yeah. person. I can't believe I'm this person. And it will happen pretty quickly. Yeah. Just like you said, those little movement snacks add up starting off those workouts. I 100% agree with you because I have clients yes. that don't go for walks and don't move. And they're like, hey, I want to start doing something. And I always say, look, don't go sign up for this like intense orange theory class and go, you know, defeat yourself right. for 60 minutes. That's not motivational at all. Like take your dog for a walk and go, you know, 10 minutes around the block. And then maybe you come home to 
two weeks later and do five push-ups after and like continuously add on and those little goals will add up to big things. I love that. So that brings me to exercise and eating. Do you think, Andrea, anyone can out-exercise a bad diet? Absolutely not. When people at, when people come to me and they say they want to lose weight, what exercises should they do? I'm like, you got to exercise the nutrients in your body. Yeah. Like you have to go into your kitchen. I have this term fridge intervention. It's like you got to like have an intervention with your fridge and start there. That's number one. Yeah. I'm sorry, but nutrition is always going to trump exercise. Exercise is there to number one, give you that heart health, right? Get your body and your mind and your mind healthy. It is also there to get, give you strength, flexibility, mobility. There are so many benefits of exercising, but the main role of exercise should not be weight loss. That it should not be your main motivation. Right. You should not work out because you want to lose weight. You should work out because you want to feel good. And yes, you want your body to look good. Exercise will give you sculpting and toning. Will it help you burn calories? Yeah, absolutely. But you know that little watch you wear that says you burn 250 calories? It's probably exaggerated. You're probably burning, you know, far less than that. Yeah, yeah. So let exercise not be just the catalyst to weight loss. Let exercise be a non-negotiable that makes you feel your best every single day. And nutrition is yep. key. By far, it is key. If you are on a weight loss journey and a feel-good journey, you have to start being very clear about what you're putting into your body. And when you're putting good things in your body, that's when you also gain that little bit of energy and that little less brain fog where you want to move your body. You're like some people who have been eating, you know, not good things. And then they finally make the switch. They're like, wow, I have energy and I'm actually motivated to go and do something good for myself. I know that I'm, I'm moving in the right direction. So it's definitely, it's a major role in it. I'm in complete agreement with that. So my last question or second to last question for you is, do you have any clients say transformations or testimonials you want to share, whether that's, you know, Gosh, I, have so many. <laughs> I know I'm sure you do. I do. I have so many motivational stories, which is exactly, which is my why, why I do what I do, because I get these every single day, right? Through direct messages or through the open fit Facebook group that we work with. It's just incredibly motivating to see how many people can start from a place of just what you described, not moving their body, having no desire to, no motivation, no energy, never being someone that went to the gym to working out every single day and doing my challenges and, and going, I don't know who I am. Who am I? I don't even get this. I signed up for two challenges at once. I don't even know who I am. Uh -huh. And I love these stories. I actually just ran into a woman. Um, I met a woman. I, I, I have some classes that I'm teaching now in uh, New York City at Broadway Dance Center. And the first class I taught, I had a woman that drove two hours and 45 minutes to come to the class. Wow. She is just motivated by you. Look at that. She was really excited to meet and really just wanted to share her story. And she came in and she was a young woman in her mid-30s, early 30s. And she had suffered a stroke and she had paralysis on one side of her body. You know, she didn't have a lot of flexion or mobility in her wrist or her hands were frozen in a certain position. And she started to tell the story that she was overweight, you know, really feeling really down on herself. Mm -hmm. And she decided to just press play one day. She was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just sick of feeling like this. I'm tired of it. I'm just going to start to move my body. And she just pressed play. And every day she continued to just press play. And it started with like their 10 minute workouts. Then she went to my 15 minute workouts. And then she moved finally onto the 30 minutes and watching her in class. I cannot tell you, Jen, how inspiring it was because here's a young woman. Hurdles. She's got hurdles. Yes. She had hurdles, she had challenges, and her face was beaming. When I say beaming, she was like smiling ear to ear, and she was so physically strong and fit. 
And every single time she had to modify, it was like no big deal for her. She was like doing her pushups and figuring out a way to do it. She just wow. figured it out. And I came up to her, I'm like, you are just joy. You're, and she's like, well, I'm like living my life, right? And this has helped me to finally live my life. And so I have stories like that all over, which is really, really motivating. But if you are someone at home that thinks you can't do it, I can give you a thousand members that I've had that have had the same story, the exact same story probably as you. Yeah. Thousands of them that are like, I didn't think I could do it either. I'm not that workout person either. And now I am. So mm-hmm. whether it is my workout or, or swimming or walking, I always just encourage people to move their body and do what they like, what feels good for them. Don't, like you said, don't sign up for a class that you think is going to give you the best body. Right. Do something you actually yeah. enjoy. Because if you like it, you're going to be more motivated to do it on those days that you have zero motivation to do it. Exactly. Wow. I love that story. That actually gave me goosebumps hearing that. No, oh, it did for me too. I got emotional. I went in the bathroom. I got emotional. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, yeah. A lot of people say like, hey, look, we should be moving our bodies when you're capable of moving your bodies, right? Because people who have less capabilities of moving their bodies or get injuries or there's some life-threatening disease that has to slow them down physically, the number one thing you would ask those people is like, what do you desire in life? And their desire is just like, I wish I could move my body the way I used to. So a lot of us who have the advantage of being able to move our body, like we need to make sure that that we stay humble that we can and really pursue the ability to be able to move and continuously like play that factor out. Just like you said, press play. I love that. Love that. So spot on, Jen. Spot on. So motivating. I know. Dude, I always say move with gratitude. Yes, because you can, you can, the option is there yes. and, it, and it works for you. It works for everyone. So I appreciate you sharing your story. And if anyone does not follow Andrea, follow her, Andrea Lee Rogers on Instagram. You can also find her on the Open Fit app. You want to tell everyone about that? Yeah. So just go to my Open Fit on Instagram and you can get a link there or just go into my, my IG and I have links for all of it there. So you can sign up right through my IG page. And it's an online program, workouts. We have over 50 workouts on there. Plus we have live content and I'm constantly filming new stuff. So yeah, it's great. And it's a great community, great community people too. Yes. And super fun workouts. I have to say I've done them in my garage. I've done them in my workout shed. I've done them on vacation, all the things. And my kids, it's so funny. I have to share this because my kids have watched me do it before. And they look at me. I remember they looked at me and they looked at you, Andrea, on TV. And they're like, Mom, why does that girl have such nice abs and yours do not look like that? Yeah, right. You look great. <laughs> it was really funny. And then they're just sitting there, you know, like eating their breakfast, watching you work out, watching me. And I'm like, hello, do you kids want to join? <laughs> yes, exactly. You could do it too. Yes. Okay. My last question that I love to ask everyone, this is professionally, personally, anything in your life. What was your wake up moment? My wake up moment had to come after my divorce. So when I found myself in a position that I as a single mother, which I never thought I would be in, right? Which nobody ever Yeah, did. which no one ever does. Right. And so my wake-up call was, you know, really having to build back my life and, and figure things out in a way that I never thought I would have to do. And so I moved to New York City with my two girls, not knowing really many people here and made a big, massive, risky change. And it was the best thing I could have ever done. So that was really my wake-up moment, moving here and understanding like, you got this girl, you got this, you're going to do great. Your girls are good. We've, we're going to make this work. And we're not just going to make it work. We're going to like 
sparkle and shine. We're going to like live the best life. We're going to thrive. We're going to push play. We are going to do all the things and, and do it with gratitude. So that was my wake up. Yeah. That sounds like a leap of faith, consistency, right? And just pressing play to your life, honestly, because yes. there's a lot of women out there, some that I have family members, friends, everything. And I know when something gets you down in life where it doesn't go the way it's expected, you can, you have a choice. You have a choice to, you know, sit and pout about it or, hey, look, I'm gonna make the best of this situation. And I mean, you, I didn't know you before your divorce, but I can tell you, girl, you are shining. You're beautiful. You're amazing. You're all the things. So thank you, Jen. Right back at you, girl. Of course. Okay, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope that this little pep talk came to you in a in a sense of hopefully got you, you know, hey, look, after this podcast, I'm going to go for a little bit of movement. I'm going to stand up from my desk chair or my home office space and just go for a brisk walk, get some vitamin D, move your body, make sense of your day. So I appreciate all of you for tuning in and know that we'll talk soon to Andrea Lee Rogers. listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Hold up. 